So namaste, welcome everyone. Let's start in lying down again today. So take the time to make yourself comfortable, grab whatever you need, a blanket for behind your head, bolster under your knees maybe. Or maybe you just keep your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Take the time to adjust the position of your pelvis and your lower back. Wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears. And you might take your arms a comfortable distance out from the sides of the body or maybe you place your hands on your belly so you can feel your breathing. And let's start by following the breath in through the nose and then a long soft sigh out between the lips. And do that as many times as you need to, following the inhale breath, a long soft sigh out, maybe you soften through the jaw and the shoulders, the hips. Maybe you start to let go of a bit of busyness in your brain. And start to welcome yourself into your practice, into this moment in time. Into your body lying on the floor here. To help bring yourself into this moment in time, you might start to notice some of the sounds around you. So in my space here, I can hear the traffic go past outside every now and then. I can hear my fridge running in the kitchen. You might notice some other sounds in your space. Maybe there's some other people in your house. You can hear them moving around in other parts of the house. Might be some sounds from outside, maybe some bird sounds where you are. You might even start to notice that sound of your own breath. Just following your natural breath in and out through the nose. Maybe you notice a little bit of sound at the tip of the nose or maybe that sound or the suggestion of the sound is a bit lower down in your chest, in your throat. And none of those sounds are good or bad. They're just sounds. We might be a little bit grateful for them because they help bring our attention into the present moment. And to ground yourself in your body here, you might start to notice your body's contact with the floor underneath you. Places where the body's in contact with the floor, at the feet the buttocks, the back of the rib cage and the shoulders, the back of the head. And you might notice some little movements in your body because you're still breathing and the breath moves the body. Maybe there's some movement at your belly. Maybe there's a bit of a suggestion of movement in the rib cage or even in the back of the rib cage between the shoulder blades. 
And maybe we even express a little bit of gratitude to this body. Because this body is always in the present moment. And so it can help ground us in the present moment as well. Let's start to bring some movement back into the body now. So you could start by wriggling your fingers and your toes. Gently rolling your head from side to side. You might start to rotate wrists and ankles. You might stretch your legs out long, stretch your arms back behind your head, reach all the way from your fingertips down to your toes. And then bring your arms back down. Let's bend the knees up and take the feet flat to the floor, a comfortable distance from the buttocks. Let's start with the arms down by our sides. Following the breath in and out, so catching the rhythm of the breath, let's start to match some movement to our breathing. As we inhale, let's stretch the left leg out long and stretch the left arm back behind the head. And as we exhale, let's bring the arm down and bring the left knee all the way up in towards the belly so we can catch hold of it with the hand. And let's start to roll the left knee around in some circles, feeling into the hip. Well, they might be big circles. They might be little circles. They might not be quite circles because there's some little bumpy spots. Make sure you go in both directions. And then let's take both hands to support the back of the left thigh. And as we inhale, let's float the left foot up towards the ceiling. And as we exhale, let's bend the knee again. So just starting to warm up the back of the leg, inhaling to float the foot up, exhaling to bend the knee. We might do that kind of three or four times. And then next time you've got the knee bent, let's hold on to it with just the left hand. Let's take the right arm out to the other side. And as we inhale, let's open the left knee out to the left side. The right knee might fall out to the right side a little bit to help us balance. And then as we exhale, let's draw that left knee back to center. Reach down and take hold of it with the right hand. Stretch the left arm out to the side and then guide both legs across to the right side, rolling into our sideline twist. You might kind of roll over and then roll back out, do some little adjustments to the position of your legs to make your twist more comfortable. And you might pause here, following the breath in and out. And then on an inhale breath, let's float the legs back to centre. Let's support the back of the left leg again with the hands. Let's inhale again and float the foot up towards the ceiling. 
And then exhale and take that left foot back onto the floor and pause for a moment to kind of straighten things up. Maybe you have to even up your hips, straighten up your spine. Follow the breath in and out. You might notice the left side of the body feels quite different to the right at the moment. And then let's go to the second side. So let's inhale, stretch the right arm back behind the head, stretch the right leg out long. And then exhale, bring the right knee all the way in towards the belly. Let's catch hold of it with the hand and we can roll the knee around to loosen the hip. Remember, it might be big circles, it might be little circles. There might be bumps in our circles. And then let's draw that right knee back to center. Let's support the back of the right thigh with both hands. And let's inhale to float the right foot up towards the ceiling. And then exhale to bend the knee again. So with the breath floating the foot up and down, just starting to warm up the back of the right leg. Maybe three or four times. And then next time we have the knee bent, let's hold on to it with just the right hand. Stretch the left arm out to the left side. And as we inhale, let's open that right knee out to the right side. The left knee might fall out to the other side to help us balance. And then as we exhale, let's bring that right knee back to center. Take hold of it with the left hand. Stretch the right arm away and let's roll both legs over to the left, rolling into our side-lying twist, doing maybe some little adjustments as we go over to make our twist more comfortable. And then it might be an inhale breath that floats the legs back to centre again. Let's support the back of the right knee, right thigh with the hands again. And inhale to float the foot up towards the ceiling. And exhale to bend the knee again. And let's take the foot back to the floor. We're pausing in our easy rest position again. Both knees bent, the feet flat on the floor. Follow the breath all the way in and all the way out. And then let's roll over to one side so that we can use hands and arms to help us to make our way up. And let's come over onto all fours for some cat pose. So remember you might take a blanket underneath your knees if your knees like a bit of padding on the floor. And take a bit of time as you come into your all fours position to kind of rock side to side. Maybe even round in some circles, playing around with how you balance your weight on your four foundation points, your two hands, your two knees. And when we've got our weight balanced on our four foundation points, hopefully the arms and the legs feel strong. 
you know, maybe if the arms and the legs feel strong, maybe the spine feels like it's in a more neutral position. And as we come into our upward and downward catch, remember we might notice where that movement gets initiated from. So maybe it's the breath coming in, expanding the belly that makes the head and the tail float up. Maybe it's an urge to contract the back muscles, to stretch out the front of the throat. And notice what draws us into our downward cat. Is it that we want to draw the belly in towards the spine? Is it that we want to release the back muscles and arch the back? Paying really close attention to those sensations in the body and where they're directing us to go, how they're directing us to move. And at the moment, we might let them direct us into our upward and downward cat. But maybe after we've done upward and downward cat for a little while, we have the urge to go around in some circles and do some hula hooping cat. Take the waist and the rib cage round in some circles. And hopefully we feel the need to circle in both directions. And then you might pause for a moment in your all fours position and just check in with the body, check in with the breath and notice where the body's being directed to go next. So my body's really feeling like we need to do a stretching catch. I'm going to walk my hands away out in front. And as I do that, I'm going to start to release the chest towards the floor. So I get a stretch in my shoulders. But maybe your body's directing you to go somewhere else. Maybe you feel like you need some more upward and downward cat or hula hooping cat. Maybe you need to come into kneeling and shake out your hands and your wrists. And if you've come into your stretching cat, you could carefully walk the hands back in towards you. Let's all walk our hands closer in towards the knees so we come up into our high kneeling. And we might give the hands a bit of a shake now if we haven't already. Rotate the wrists. Roll the shoulders around. And then can we very carefully shift our weight across to the right side? so that we can step the left foot forward into a lunge and make sure the left foot's a little bit further forward of the knee. So we've got a bit of room to rock backwards and forwards a bit, bending the left knee a bit more deeply. Getting the hips comfortable and finding a nice strong foundation here, front foot and back knee on the floor, legs strong, spine long, shoulders relaxed. And maybe on an inhale breath, we feel the urge to float the arms out and up towards the ceiling. And then we might want to exhale and release them. And maybe this time we float the arms up in front and then exhale and release them. 
and take the arms up again and maybe we pause in our crescent moon pose. And maybe with the arms lifted, it feels natural to lift the gaze a bit. And maybe we even feel like the heart's lifted. We could release the arms and walk your front foot, that left foot, round to the side and we'll come into some gate pose. So the left leg stretched out to the side, the right knee on the floor, hips comfortable. And then let's wait for an inhale breath and let that inhale breath send the right arm up towards the ceiling, breathing into the right side of the rib cage. Our first variation of our gate pose. And then we could exhale and take the right hand all the way to the floor and inhale, reach the left arm up, our second variation. We might sway from side to side a couple more times with the breath coming in and out of our two variations. And then we could come back up and let's draw that extended leg back in, come back to our high kneeling. Pause for a moment. Again, we notice that asymmetry in the body. Are we okay with that? And we have a really strong urge to get going on the other side. So let's very carefully shift our weight across to the left so we can step the right foot forward into our lunge. That's a little bit further forward than the knee. So we can do a little bit of wriggling, rock our weight backwards and forwards, maybe loosening the hips, maybe getting a bit of a stretch down through the back quads. A nice foundation here so the spine feels long and the shoulders relax. And then we can let the inhale perhaps send the arms out and up. Exhale, release them out and down. And maybe inhaling up in front. Exhaling, releasing them down. And then stretching up one last time, pausing for a few breaths in our crescent moon pose. Doing the breathe and smile test. Are we still breathing? Can we still smile? There's some little adjustment we need to do to make this pose feel a bit more effortless. Then let's release the arms and walk that front foot round to the other side. So the right leg extended out to the side, left knee on the floor, hips comfortable. And let's wait for that inhale breath again to send the left arm up towards the ceiling, breathing into the left side. And then an exhale to take the hand to the floor and an inhale to send the right arm up. Uh, two variations of our gate pose again. And sway from side to side. And when we feel like we've spent an equal amount of time on this second side, let's draw that extended leg back in. 
And let's take the hands back to the floor again. And we might tuck the toes underneath behind us, sit the buttocks back towards the heels for a bit so we get a stretch in the feet. And then we could push down with the feet and start to lift the hips towards the ceiling, coming into our downward dog pose. When we get to our downward dog pose, we might paddle the heels for a bit. Remember if downward dog pose isn't a great option for you today, you might keep the knees on the floor and stretch one leg away at a time, toes tucked under and pressing into the heel. We might, if we're in our downward dog pose, rock backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. We might come through a plank pose briefly. And then take the knees to the floor and a long exhale, release the toes and sit the buttocks back on the heels. A little rest in our child's pose. Maybe, maybe giving the hips a little wriggle from side to side. And then if you've drawn your arms in towards you, let's stretch them back out in front again. And on an inhale breath, float back up onto all fours. And let's do that controlled flop all the way to the floor. So bend the elbows, release the belly and chest to the floor. And then let's move the hands a little bit further forward and we'll come into our cobra pose. So remember you might have that visual of the cobra rising up. Maybe you just tune into the flow of your breath. Maybe you feel the connection of your hands against the floor or the urge to contract your back muscles. So noticing how do you come into your cobra with the least amount of effort. And you might come into your cobra and then come back out again, maybe inhaling up, exhaling down. And maybe you do that perhaps three times. And then you might reposition your arms. So your forearms are on the floor. You might make fists with your hands, makes you feel strong. And then push down really hard with your forearms and pick up your belly and your chest at the same time so that you can make your way back to your downward dog pose again. And let's walk the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. And pause in our standing forward bend. And remember you might be folding at the hips. Letting the spine and the head and the arms hang towards the floor. Or maybe you know it's better for your back to be up a bit higher, the hands on the thighs, making more of a tabletop with your back. Wherever you are, you might wriggle the toes a little bit, pick them up, spread them out and place them back down. You might rock your weight from side to side, backwards and forwards. Steadying yourself on your feet. And then wherever you are, let's make our way up to standing. So we're going to head down for a little while. Remember to use a few breaths to come up so that you don't get lightheaded. Coming up slowly. And when you do make it up, maybe an inhale breath sends your arms up towards the ceiling. 
And then your exhale breath releases your hands back down again. And let's find out to dust in around mountain pose. So weight balanced on our feet. We might soften the knees for a moment and then straighten them by pressing the feet down into the floor so that we can feel the strength come back up through the legs. And send the spine nice and long, crown of the head floating up towards the ceiling, and the shoulders relaxed. And we'll come into a couple of nice, slow sun salutations, rolling together a few of the things that we've already done. So let's bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Tune into that flow of our breathing. And wait for that little moment at the end of your exhale where it feels natural to relax the arms, soften the knees, so that on your inhale you can push down with your feet to grow tall before you exhale and you fold forwards and down. And let's walk the feet back into our downward dog pose. Having a little stretch there for a moment. And then make our way through our plank pose. And then go knees on the floor. Exhale the buttocks back onto the heels. And then inhale to float back up again onto all fours. Exhale lower to the floor, control floor. And then maybe repositioning the hands a little bit further forward so that we can come up into our cobra. And maybe we again do three little cobra poses. And then we'd reposition the arms so that we can pick the belly and the chest up at the same time and make our way back to our downward dog. We'll stretch in our downward dog perhaps. And then walking the feet towards the hands at the top of the mat. Let's all inhale and come halfway up, hands on the thighs, a tabletop back. And then inhale and come all the way up. Exhale, release the hands down. Pause for a moment to follow your breath in and out. And then let's go again. So wait for the exhale breath to soften the knees, release the arm. And then inhale, push down with the feet strong, legs grow tall. And then exhale and fold forwards and down. And this time, let's just step the left foot back into a lunge and take the left knee onto the floor. And let's inhale to come up to a crescent moon pose, float the arms up, lift the heart. And then exhale to fold forwards again, take the hands to the floor and step back to our downward dog. And from our downward dog, we could go through our plank pose. And then knees to the floor, exhale, buttocks to the heels. Inhale to float up again onto all fours. Exhale, lower to the floor. Reposition your hands, just one little cobra pose this time. Floating up and floating down. Reposition the arms to pick yourself up. Make your way back to your downward dog. 
And let's walk the feet towards the hands again. Inhale, halfway up that tabletop back. And then inhale the rest of the way up. Exhale, release the hand. Pause to follow the breath in and out. And then one last round. So that little moment at the end of the exhale breath to soften the knees, release the arms so that we can inhale, press down through the feet, grow tall. And then exhale, fold forwards and down. Bend the knees enough so we get hands to the floor. And let's just step the right foot back and take the knee to the floor so that we can inhale to come up to our crescent moon. And then exhale to fold forwards again. Tuck the back toes under. Step back to your downward dog. Come through your plank pose briefly. And then knees to the floor, buttocks back on the heels. The inhale breath floats us back up again. Exhale, release to the floor. Just one little cobra pose, reposition the hands. Inhale to float up. And exhale to release down. Reposition the arms. Press down really hard to pick up your belly and your chest at the same time. Make your way back to your downward dog. And then walk the feet towards the hands again at the top of the mat. Inhale up halfway. And then inhale up the rest of the way. And finding your Tadasana again after that last round. And maybe noticing that your weight has landed a little bit differently on your feet. Maybe there's some new sensations in the legs or the back or the shoulders. Do the breathe and smile test. Are we still breathing? Can we still smile? And then turn sideways on your mat and stand in the middle of your mat. And let's heel toe the feet outwards comfortable distance apart we'll come into some standing poses we're going to start with the hands in prayer pose in front of the heart might give the shoulders a wriggle to relax them you might move the head around to loosen the neck following the breath in and out as we inhale let's send the arms wide at shoulder height and turn the left toes out to point towards the short end of the mat and as we turn the whole of the left leg out unless you are a ballet dancer and you can like turn your leg out a really long way without affecting the position of your pelvis do let the pelvis come round a little bit as you turn the leg out. So the um, left hip might draw back, but the right hip might actually come forwards a bit. And then let's exhale and bend the knee into our warrior two. So nice strong legs here. That's the feet pushing into the floor a little bit. Shoulders relaxed, even though the arms are out. Follow a couple more breaths in and out. 
And then next time you can feel an inhale breath coming. Let's straighten that left knee and float both arms up towards the ceiling. So we're really long through the torso. And then as we exhale, let's tip towards the left side. The left arm could come down, but the right arm could keep reaching up towards the ceiling. So we come into a nice open triangle pose here. And we could pause in our triangle pose. If it becomes uncomfortable to keep that right hand in the air, we might take it down onto the hip. And then wait for an inhale breath to come back up to upright, arms at shoulder height. Exhale to bend the knee again into our warrior two. And then inhale, straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back to the heart and turn your toes back around. And pause for a moment. Follow the breath in and out. And then your second side. So your inhale breath sends the arms wide, turns the right toes out towards the short end of the mat. And same thing here as we turn the right leg out. Let's let the pelvis move around a little bit so we don't strain through the sacroiliac joints and we don't um, hurt this knee at the frontier. And then let's exhale and bend that right knee into our warrior two. Let's follow the breath in and out here. And because we're still breathing, there might be some sensations of movement. The breath moves the body. So maybe we inhale and we feel like there's a little kind of floating up sensation. And we exhale and we feel like there's a really grounding sensation. And next time we feel the inhale breath coming, let it send the arms up towards the ceiling, straightening that right knee long through the torso. And then as we exhale, let's tip to the side. Right, keep reaching that left arm towards the ceiling. So we're really open in our triangle pose. We might keep the left arm lifted or maybe it's more comfortable for the hand to come down onto the hip. And then when you're ready to come out, let an inhale breath float you back up to up, uh, upright. So you exhale, bend the knee again back to your warrior two. And then inhale, straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back in, turn the toes back around. Pause for a moment. And let's go one more time to each side. We'll go a little bit more fluidly this time with our breathing. So wait for an inhale to send the arms wide. Let's turn the left toes out. Let's exhale and bend the knee to our warrior two. Let's inhale, straighten the knee and reach the arms up. And then exhale, tip into our triangle pose. And then inhale to come back up again. Exhale to bend the knee, warrior two. Inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale the hands and the feet back to the beginning. And then the second side, the inhale spreads the arms wide, turns the right toes out. The exhale bends the right knee. Our inhale sends the arms up, straightens the knee. Our exhale, we tip into our triangle. Our inhale floats us back up to upright. 
Exhale, bend your knee, warrior two. Inhale, straighten your knee. Exhale, the hands back in, the toes back around. And let's bring the hands down onto the hips now. Pause for a moment to adjust your shoulders. Adjust your weight on your feet. Work out how much softness you need in your knee. You could inhale here to prepare. And as you exhale, start to fold forward. And take as many breaths as you need to as you're coming forwards. You might pause, exhale, fold again. Inhale, pause. You might even come out a little bit from your forward bend. Make some adjustments and then come forward again. And you could change the position of the hands as you come forward. Maybe you take the hands down onto the thighs. You press the hands against the thighs and at the same time press the thighs back against the hands. So you're not going to push into the backs of the legs and overstretch the back of the knees. You kind of press the hands against the legs. Maybe that draws the heart forwards. Get a bit more length through the front of the body. Maybe at some point you feel like you know, folding far enough forwards that you can just let the spine and the head and the arms hang towards the floor. And maybe the hands comfortably reach the floor or maybe you've got a bolster or a chair or something nearby and you take the hands onto a little prop. And now we're going to make our way down onto the floor into sitting. And there's a couple of different ways you can do this, remember. Work out the best way for you. So maybe from your forward bend, you heel toe your feet towards each other. You bend your knees really deeply and you come down through a squat. Or maybe from your forward bend, you use a couple of breaths to make your way back up to standing. And then you heel toe your feet towards each other. And you might come down through a downward dog pose or maybe through a lunge or something. Eventually, we all get down onto the floor. And you might sit on a blanket, a folded blanket here, if that gets your hips to a more comfortable position. And let's stretch the legs out long in front of us. And when we stretch the legs out long, we don't have to have the knees perfectly straight. There might be a little bend in the knees if that makes the back of the legs more comfortable. So that you can get your pelvis into neutral and then your spine will feel taller. So our seated dandasana. Can we sit tall here? We're using all those postural muscles. Follow the breath in and out. And then let's bend the knees up. Put the feet flat on the floor. And you might hold the back of the knees here or you might hold the fronts of the knees and use a little bit of strength in your arms to help you lift the heart. You might focus on your breathing. As you breathe in, let that lift the heart. 
As you breathe out, see if you can access some of that core strength so that you can come into your boat pose. So could you let go with the hands or maybe you keep holding on with the hands and you start to pick the feet up. Maybe you do a bit of both. Doing whatever variation of your boat pose is going to be best for you today. And when you come out of your boat pose, let's cross the legs and bring the hands or the fists to the floor a little bit in front of your hips so that you can push down really hard and see if you can pick anything up off the floor. And then come back to feet on the floor, knees bent. Maybe adjusting the position of the spine again so that you can come into another boat pose. And again, doing whatever variation of your boat pose is best for you today. And when you come out of this boat pose, cross your legs the other way if you can. And same thing again, hands or fists to the floor. Push down really hard, see if you can pick something up. And then take your legs out in front again, feet flat on the floor, and make sure you've got enough mat behind you so that you can slowly recline your way back down onto the floor. And when you get there, maybe you want to stretch your legs out really long, stretch your arms back behind your head. And then maybe we want to bring the arms down, bend the knees up. We might even bend the knees all the way up over the belly and hold onto them with the hands so that we can rock on the back for a little bit, give ourselves a bit of a back massage. We might hold on to just the left knee so that we can stretch the right leg out straight along the floor. We might draw the toes on the right foot back towards us, kind of reaching into the heel, lengthening the back of the leg. And then we might swap to the other side. And then draw both knees in towards the belly. We might squeeze them in. And then release the feet back onto the floor. And let's have them reasonably close towards the buttocks. We're going to feel like the ankles are underneath the knees because we're going to come into some bridge pose. So let's do our bridge pose in a nice little sequence here. So following your breath in and out. Next time you feel the breath coming in, let's float the arms up towards the ceiling, take them back behind the head. You might notice as the belly expands that the back arches a little bit from the floor. As we exhale and bring the arms back down, we might draw the belly towards the spine to kind of lengthen out the lower back. We have a nice long lower back as we breathe in again and we push down with the feet to come up into our bridge pose. And then we can exhale and lower back down again. And then next inhale breath. Let's send both feet up towards the ceiling briefly. And then exhale, bend the knees, pop the feet back on the floor in the right spot for our next bridge pose. So the inhale breath, the arms go. 
exhale, bring the arms back down by your sides, lengthen through your lower back. Inhale, push down with your feet to pick up your hips and come up into a little bridge pose. And exhale to lower back down again. And then inhale, to send both feet up towards the ceiling briefly. And then exhale, bend the knees again. And one last time. Inhale, stretch your arms back behind your head. Exhale, bring your arms back down. You inhale, push down with your feet, come up into your little bridge pose. And exhale, lower the hips back down. And then inhale, stretch both feet up towards the ceiling. And then exhale, lower the feet back down onto the floor. And maybe we come up into one last bridge pose and we stay for a little while this time. So we might inhale and stretch the arms. Exhale, bring the arms back down, lengthen out the lower back. And then inhale, push down with the feet, pick up the hips. And we might pause in our bridge pose now. We might make some little adjustments. Maybe we walk the shoulders towards each other underneath us and we even interlace the fingers underneath us. Maybe we stretch the arms out to the side at shoulder height. This how that changes the quality of the push through the legs. following the breath in and out as we hold our bridge pose and listening to your own body working out when's the right time to come back down again and when you do come down what's the next thing you feel like you need to do maybe you feel like you need to finish that little sequence stretch your feet up towards the ceiling or maybe you need to hug your knees in towards your belly and rock on your back And then let's take the feet back to the floor again, knees bent, feet a comfortable distance from the buttocks. Let's have our arms down by our sides. And we're going to finish with that same little sequence that we did at the start of the practice. So following your breath in and out. The next time you feel your inhale breath coming, let's stretch the right arm back behind the head, stretch the right leg out long. As we exhale, let's bring the arm down and bend the right knee all the way up in towards the belly. And let's circle the knee around a couple of times. Hold onto it with the hand. And then support the back of the right thigh. And let's inhale and float the foot up towards the ceiling. And then exhale and bend the knee. We'll do that a couple more times, inhaling to float the foot up, exhaling to bend the knee. And next time we have the knee bent, let's hold on to it with just the right hand, stretch the left arm out to the side. And as we take the right knee out to the right side, the left knee might fall out to the left side a little bit to help us balance. And then we could draw the knee back to centre, reach across and take hold of it with the left hand, 
stretch the right arm out to the side and then roll both legs over to the left so we come into our side lying twist again. Maybe we notice that the little adjustments that we make in our side lying twist are a bit different to what we adjusted at the start of the practice. And then next time we're breathing in, we could roll the legs back to centre. We might exhale and squeeze the right knee in again. And then inhale, float the right foot up towards the ceiling. And then exhale, bend the knee, put both feet back on the floor into our easy rest position to follow a breath all the way in and all the way out. And then over to our other side. Let's inhale, stretch the left arm back behind the head, stretch the left leg out long. And then exhale, bring the arm down, draw the knee all the way up over the belly. We can catch hold of it with the hand. Just support it as we circle the knee around. Just noticing how the hip's feeling now. And then let's take both hands to the back of the left thigh and let the inhale breath float the left foot up towards the ceiling. And on the exhale breath, we can bend the knee again. Let's do that a couple more times. Inhaling the foot up, exhaling, bending the knee. And then next time you have the knee bent, hold on to it with just the left hand. Stretch your right arm out to the side. And as you inhale, open the left knee out to the left side. And then as you exhale, bring it back to centre. Reach over and take hold of it with the right hand. Stretch the left arm out to the other side. And roll both legs over to the right. So into our side lying twist on the other side. A few breaths here and then an inhale breath to maybe float the legs back to center. Support the back of the left thigh with the hands as you inhale and stretch the foot up one last time. And then exhale, bend the knee, pop the foot back on the floor. Pausing for a moment to follow the breath all the way in and all the way out. And notice what other sensations are here now. There's some particular sensations in the body, particular sensations of the breath that are telling you that there's one more movement or stretch that you really need to do before your final relaxation, your shavasana. Take the time to do that, to respond to that. Listen to what your body's saying. Maybe it's just to hug the knees and rock on your back. Maybe it's to stretch the arms and the legs out long. Maybe it's to do some other kind of twist.
And then when you feel like you're ready to come into your final relaxation, your final shavasana, take the time to make it comfortable. So you might grab that blanket again to put behind your head. If you've got a bolster, maybe you put a bolster under your knee. You might put some warm things back on because your body will cool down in relaxation. And take the time to adjust the position of the hips and the lower back, the position of the shoulders and the arms. And then like we did at the start of the practice, follow your breath in through your nose and do a long, soft sigh out between your lips. And do that as many times as you feel like you need to. And consciously welcome yourself to your final pose for your practice. And to ground yourself in this final pose for your practice, this pose right here, right now. Maybe you notice the sound of your breathing. Maybe you notice that sound at the tip of the nose or maybe it's more in the back of the throat or lower down in the chest. That sound isn't good or bad. It's just the sound of your breathing. And you don't need to do anything about that breathing because your body will breathe, it knows what it's doing. Okay, and you just observe the breath. Notice the sound of the inhale. Maybe there's a little pause. Notice the sound of the exhale. Maybe there's a little pause. Maybe you start to notice that no two breaths are quite the same. And again, we don't have to judge that. It's not good or bad. It just is. The body knows what it's doing. And we can just sit back and observe. And then you might pay attention to the physical body here to ground yourself in this pose. Notice what sensations there are. You notice the sensation of the body in contact with the floor. You notice the sensation of the temperature of the air against the skin of your face or your hands. Notice some residual sensations in different parts of the body from the work you did in your practice today. 
And can we just observe all those sensations? We don't need to do anything with them. We don't need to judge them. Can we just allow them to be there? And maybe after a little while we notice that there's some kind of connection between the sensations in the physical body and the sensations of the breath. Maybe we notice that the quality of the sensations in the body changes between an inhale and an exhale, between one breath and the next. And we might remind ourselves again of the breath, those sensations, the way they change from moment to moment, aren't good or bad, they just are. And we're just the observer, we're just watching that unfolding, that little play between the breath and sensations. And then we might even start to observe the quality of our observing. We might start to notice the noticing. We might start to notice that there's a connection between the ease of noticing, the quality of noticing, and the sensations in the body and the sensations of the breath. Maybe it's easier to notice some sensations on the inhale. Or it's easier to notice some sensations on the exhale. Perhaps we feel more drawn to the inhale breath or more drawn to the exhale breath. And we start to notice how even the quality of our attention can change. And just sit back and observe that unfolding.
And now you might like to start to draw some deeper breaths back into the body. So observe what's that, what's that like to draw a deeper breath in, perhaps sigh it out again. Do you have the urge to do it again? Perhaps you notice there's an urge to start wriggling fingers and toes at some point. Well, there's no need to open your eyes just yet. But our practice is nearly over for this morning. You'll start to become aware of the room around you again. The body lying on the floor in whatever space that you're in. The room around you, the temperature, the sounds. You might like to have a big yawn at some point and maybe stretch. Or maybe you feel the urge to curl everything inwards, to hug your knees and rock on your back again. Or at some point you could roll over to your side. And you might pause there for a couple of breaths and consciously think about how you could bring all the nice things with you up off your mat. Don't leave anything behind. And then when you feel ready, use your hands and your arms to help you to make your way up. And come into whatever seated position is comfortable for you. And bring your hands into prayer pose in front of your heart. Bow your head down towards your hands. And take one last little opportunity to observe the effects of your practice. And consider how you might carry some of your practice with you as you go on with the rest of your day. Imagine you carry it very gently in your heart. And release your hands out to the side. Let's take a nice big inhale breath. Blink your eyes open as you stretch your arms up. And then exhale, bring your hands back down again. So peace, everybody. Thanks for joining me again this morning.